just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast listeners. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Livy. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. Now, we have a very special episode for you this week, as we do every week. Uh, I guess before we get to how's everyone's weekends, we have an announcement to make. We do. We are shutting up shop for just a little while. Yep. Longer than we ever have before. Uh, season two is officially coming to a close. This will be our last episode and we will be back in your ears with some pretty exciting stuff in May. Yeah, we just thought it was time to take a little bit of a break, take a deep breath so that we can really provide you some amazing content in a few months time. And give you guys some time to miss us. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> just you know, And while we're off, go back into the log, listen to yeah, some banger eps, yeah, you know. Catch up. Catch up. Like there is some good stuff in there. There is some semi-good stuff in there. My advice would probably be don't listen to the episodes in lockdown. They were pretty sad times for us. It was <laughs> a bit of a shit show. So enough of that. How was everyone's weekends? Oh, awesome. Great weekend. Oh, okay. Right in there. Yeah, it was just good. You know, I saw a beautiful friend on Friday night and then had a Another friend's 25th birthday parties ended up at Bella's favorite stomping ground, the old Cloho. Oh, was I'm Bella so- there? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just the one weekend she wasn't. I happened to be there. Shattered. <laughs> so shattered. But yeah, just super stunning. Lots of friends and then um, a bit of relaxing on Sunday. And then I did seem to run into you two lovely ladies. Oh, you mm. did indeed. <laughs> Bella, what about you? I had a really wholesome weekend. Um, one of my good friends, Tamsin, is having a baby. Oh, she's glowing. Yeah. She's like three weeks. She's going to pop. And it is. she looks so pregnant. So pregnant. <laughs> she <laughs> does look really pregnant, actually. <laughs> she, I mean, I suppose she's three weeks away. But anyway. She's one of those good looking pregnant people. I mean, not that there's not. <laughs> no, no. Like, I will look like the Michelin man. Me too, yeah. I think. And she just looks like nothing else changed in her body but the bump on her stomach. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Bean pole with a bump. Yep. One yeah. of those perfect, like, rounded stomachs. And she's so bronze and just like so bronze, gorgeous. She definitely has that pregnancy glow. She does. So that was really <laughs> lovely. We went to Terrigal and then one of my other best friends, Lucy, was down. So we decided to come back to Sydney. Had a bit of a parté. Parté, parté. Isn't so- it? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Niche reference. In joke between the two of them. I'm not even getting it. So I just had to get it out in the last episode. <laughs> oh, God. B, did you get it up to anything nice this weekend? Oh, nothing good, Libby. Nothing good. Oh, um, oh as in... Oh, only debauchery. Only debauchery. Actually, I got, oh, yeah. Look, I hung out with a lot of friends. I've just been sending it really hard. Like, <laughs> Sorry, Penny. Sorry, Penny. Went out on Friday, had a big one. Saturday, had a house calling. I just had a lot of energy. was yeah. very excited. You had a lot of 4 a.m.ers. A lot I, of- yeah. And yeah. Sorry, now I'm having flashbacks. You know, when you think you're at a house calling, I haven't been to many, and then you forget that while your friends may be leaving the house. Are you saying you trash the house? I Look, I wasn't solely responsible for trashing the house. I did play a key part. <laughs> there may have been a trolley involved in the living room, which went up a couple of levels. I feel partly responsible for bringing that trolley Yeah, back. you're the reason the trolley was in the house in the first place. Guys, I feel like you're like kind of, it's illegal to steal a trolley. No, this was not a stolen trolley. This was a innovative way of 
getting all the stuff that needed to be taken back to the house, back to the house. Yeah, look, at the time that we the trolley was found. Uh, uh, sounds a lot like stealing. No. Libby, we don't steal. <laughs> Is it actually didn't... illegal to steal a trolley? Yes. Oh. Stealing. It was on the side of the road. Stealing is stealing. Okay, fair. So someone else stole it first. She didn't go into a Woolworths and grab it. All right, and then like yank right. the $2 coin out of the chain bit. Jeez. Maybe now I feel really bad and I want to take this trolley back. Yeah, okay. So before we get arrested, let's go to Talk of the Town, which is where we discuss what is hot off the pass in food this week. Now, because it's our last episode, I wanted to give you just a few hot fire ones straight off the press or the pass in this instance. Now, first one, um, you may have seen Ben and Jerry's has launched an ice cream-less range. So no more ice cream. They're going little bits of cookie dough, little bits of brownie. You can just buy them in Ziploc bags. Probably not like the Ziploc bags we imagined, but like cool Ben and Jerry's ones from any of the stores throughout Sydney, throughout Queensland, throughout Australia. Okay. Like little bites. Little bites. So it's just like the bits that you expect inside the Ben and Jerry's ice cream in a bag. In a bag. Do we like that idea? Do we hate that idea? I, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm here for it. Possibly if it tastes good. If it's not, it's just a sellout from Ben and Jerry's. They're trying to make more money. I'm sure it would taste good. They I think it's do. an awesome idea. Do you know the price point? Oh, I don't. No, so fine if you don't. I just think Ben and Jerry's is a very expensive thing to purchase. So I wonder if it's going to be sitting around that $12 a bag mark. Possibly, quite possibly. But I feel like the thing is Ben and Jerry's has been known for being, you know, the ice cream that doesn't have very much ice cream in it because it's always got those extra yummy bits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like chocolate cookie dough is my go-to. Oh, so I think this might be your, your thing. Bit of cookie dough in a little baggie. Oh, yum. <laughs> When you say it like that, it sounds disgusting. <laughs> okay, I'm really sorry. I'll move on to my next one. Um, the next point that I have is that we've talked about butter several times on this podcast. So butter being that fried chicken sneaker champagne bar in Surrey Hills. They're now opening another store in Chatswood. Oh, very ah. Chatswood vibe. Very cool. Very Chatswood. Into it. Love that for them. So if you're in Chatswood, definitely check out butter. I actually think just from a revenue point of view, my business brain, Never studied business, so I'm talking out my ass here. But I think it will actually make more money in Chatswood than it will in Surrey Hills. Yeah, me too. Particularly if it's near the station. Chatswood is a is a thoroughfare. It's heaving. It's heaving. <laughs> now, my final little point is just a little friendly reminder. Several episodes ago, we mentioned the $100 voucher that the government is giving everyone to spend in hospitality. Yes. That goes live in March. Oh, oh So a few weeks after this episode will launch, make sure you check out and get that $100 voucher. And go take okay. someone on a date. Do Buy it. yourself lunch. Buy yourself something nice. It'll just be food. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I've got for you guys today. Lib, that's some stunning highlights from you this week. Now, B, where did we go to? This week, we visited a Bondi institution as Raw Bar have so humbly coined themselves. <laughs> Nestled on the corner of Warners Avenue and Bondi, Raw Bar is very well known amongst the locals and no stranger to the influences. Serving up a delicious, fresh, and sustainable Japanese menu, head chef Shintaro Honda has been heroed for his work in this now iconic venue, which since its birth in 1995 has paved the way for the Japanese food scene in Sydney. But my beautiful podcast host, is sushi just sushi? Oh, it's interesting you say that. I do love that as a question because I did walk away thinking that was really yummy, really delicious meal. 
But I eat a lot of good sushi. I'm not sure if I'm like talented enough to tell the difference. I thought you were about to say that it was just like whatever. And I was no, 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 no. Definitely not whatever, but just a really interesting question to pose. I think let's just ruminate on that while we go through perhaps the menu mm-hmm. and then we can come to a decision at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do want to start with my suggestion from lots of friends, lots of people who have been here thousands of times. They're like, you have to get the spicy edamame. So we got the spicy edamame. What do you think? Look, I am not great with spice and I actually really enjoyed it. There was something about it that you just wanted to keep eating them. I agree. I do have to make mention here that Bella doesn't really know how to use chopsticks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get that you guys don't know how to use chopsticks very well. You, oh, were, no, no, I can, I can use chopsticks. Yes, but not as well as me. Oh, <laughs> we're just trying to flex on the podcast. <laughs> you know, actually, to be honest with you, I reckon one of my biggest flexes is how good I am at using chopsticks. It's a turn on. Oh, good. Oh, boys out there, take me to a date. Use your chopsticks on me. I think that that's Whoa. something that if you someone takes you on a date and they don't know how to use chopsticks, I'd be like, well, that's a turn off. Right? Yeah. Or you could be like me and it's cute. Oh, you're playing oh, the cute dumb you drop your card. food on the floor and like you can't like use it. I didn't well, drop any food on the floor. This took a really, really savage turn. <laughs> it really did. Let's bring it back to the menu. We're just roasting each other. So great outcome to start with. Spicy edamame. Um, sorry, I do have commentary on that. Wasn't wasn't thrown to me. Uh the spice was a bit weird. Okay. I had previously the week before been to sushi. So I was comparing the pair, okay. which actually I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It was good to sort of in my mind put the two. Yeah. Zushi, I had the spicy edamame, but it was more of like a like chili flakes. Yeah. This was a chili chutney. And I liked the chili yeah. chutney. Wasn't a vibe for me. Oh. Made it very hard to eat. In what way? In that it was wet. Yeah, I, but that was the vibe. And it just slippery. Like, you know, it just slid through. Yeah, I just don't want hot, raw chili flakes in my mouth. I'd rather like a sweet chili. Oh, no, I want to burn. <laughs> it was pretty burny. I want Burning Man in my mouth. All right, let's move on to obviously the namesake of the restaurant, Raw being the raw fish. So mm. B looked at the menu and decided, no, you've taken me all the way here, but I'm not going to get any sashimi. <laughs> so Bella and I went for the assorted sashimi, which had salmon, kingfish, and tuna. Which you would have hated. And I'm kind of glad that you were like getting your own thing because it was like heaven in your mouth melt. Well, it's really interesting you guys say that because when doing my research on this place, I actually read a whole little bit about because it opened in 1995, it's essentially over 25 years old. Mm, yeah. And the owners have built a very good relationship with all their suppliers over the two decades and they essentially have some of the freshest seafood around. You it, can tell. You could tell it was so fresh yeah. and like eating that bit of salmon sashimi just like literally you put it on your tongue and it just like dissolves into nothing. B, oh. B was like telling a story when it came out and I was like, I'm so glad she's talking because I can just pretend I'm listening. And <laughs> oh, so you weren't listening. <laughs> and savor every single bite of this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of the sashimi, B, which one did you go for? I got gyoza. Yes. Yep. Pork? Pork. Pork. Pork on my fork. I've been eating a lot of pork. Pork is taking over. It's seriously taking over your life. Yeah, I even just posted a picture of pork on our Instagram. Mate, what's happening to you? Weird. I think she has a secret obsession with pork and she Maybe just I was made just it. lying to you the whole time. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to make my food, Lucian, to eat more pork because like, <laughs> whammy. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was really good. Very filling. Very tasty. Nothing like too crazy. I would put it the same sort of level as Goggyo. Yeah, yum. If you can cast your minds back. So yeah, yum. They were yum. Okay. But like they all taste the same. I don't know. Well, this is this whole debate and it leads very well into the next discussion around our sushi. Because so mm. Bella and I got prawn tempura and then we also got a salmon and avocado. But it was a cooked, it was a cooked salmon. Yes, which I didn't like as much as raw salmon. I love raw salmon. Interesting. Interesting. Which I never knew until yesterday, but now I know. Oh, okay. Oh, that was a discovery yesterday. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like cooked salmon reminds me of when I cook salmon at home. Okay. You can make that yourself kind of thing. Yeah. But I could never be able to make sashimi. Yes. And I think that there's also something about when you go out to a restaurant, you kind of want to get like the creme de la creme. And so like you want to get that raw salmon. But it was still really yummy. So we got the Kyoto roll and then the other one is just called the prawn tempura. Super yummy. We had loads of food. I was literally stuffed to the brim afterwards. This is the issue is that... Is sushi just sushi? It was really good. It was really good. Definitely better than your average sushi. But I've had very good, better than your average sushi a lot from all kinds of different places. Yeah, look, I just personally couldn't get past the prawn one. Why is that? I don't know. You were guzzling that down. I was guzzling it down. Can you guzzle down sushi? Absolutely. We certainly did. We ate all our meal before bees came out. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I think that's to Bella's point before, you know, like that kind of place, they have the starters, they have like the entrees. The sushi obviously becomes before hot mains. So yeah. I think they thought we were all sharing. Not that I was waiting. Yeah. We should have explained better our situation. Oh, sorry. We're here with someone who does not eat seafood (laughs) at a seafood basically restaurant i know but i do like to look but (laughs) speaking of looking i did look across and you looked like a cute little kitty cat with little prawn tail hanging out your mouth (laughs) that's so true she just sucked it up into her mouth and the prawn tail was popping out (laughs) so cute it was very cute (laughs) should i have got a photo of that Uh, just just for our memory only. Only. <laughs> so, B, as we said, your meal came a bit later. You got the karaje chicken. I did. With some rice and obviously it had the kupi mayo but with a bit of spice through it. Yes. It was delish. bit dry. The chicken was a bit dry. I don't know if it was dry chicken or if it was just like couldn't get past the hunks of chicken. Yes. And that, I mean, that's how karaje comes out. It comes out in, you know, really deep fried kind of almost ball shapes of chicken and it's thigh normally. Now, when you were eating it, we got to the last piece and then we were like, why aren't you putting soy sauce with this? Yeah. Why did I leave it till the end to do that? We told her, we go, how about you put (laughs) soy sauce on? And then she goes, yes, picks the soy sauce up, mixes it into the mayo. (laughs) It was a vibe. It actually was, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, but, you, yeah, you enjoyed it, but it was but weird. <laughs> was that weird? weird? Most people would put it on the rice, you know. Oh, that makes yeah. so much sense now. Also, can we talk about the rice while we're here? Yes, four dollars for that bowl. Really? Yeah, Exy. Yeah, Japanese special rice. Was that, or was that just boiled rice from what Woolworths? <laughs> or just from normal boiled rice? Doesn't from, have to be from Woolworths. Doesn't have to be from Woolworths. <laughs> it did have the sprinkled like black seeds on it. Again, yeah. could have just done that myself. Like, was that worth four dollars? I mean, also it was tiny. Yes, but I think like everything, it's like when you're out at a restaurant, you're paying partly for being there. So like, if you yeah, made that at home, no, 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 no. It's not the price. It's that like on the menu, they sort of spelt it out like it was gonna be some special rice, and it came out. It was like just white boiled rice. I love white boiled rice. Don't dress it up as something fancy when it's not. 
Yes, no, I agree. And I did try and taste some for you to see if it was anything special. And often with sushi rice, so you add a bit of sugar, you add a bit of vinegar oh. into to make it sort of that texture. That claggy, yeah. sticky. Your special rice didn't have any of that flavouring. No, yeah. so it wasn't special. It was just boiled rice. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. Interesting. And we should note that mine was an addition. So mine wasn't on the main menu. Yes. It was a special of the day or something. I don't know if it was a special of the day because my sister had been before and I was complaining already that like it was seafood and didn't want to go. And (laughs) obviously wanted to see you guys, but wasn't interested. And she said, oh no, just get like the um, karaji chicken or something. So unless she was just guessing that that would be on the menu. I feel like it's pretty normal for places like that to cater for people like you. Well, you've been before. So do they usually have additions on there? No, you haven't been before. I know. So I would walk past it all the time and I've never been. Right. Now this leads us perfectly then to the issue of the venue because I think, Bella, I'm sorry, but I think you really talked it up. What? I think you talked it up. What do you mean? I think it was a good venue. I think it was a good meal, but I was expecting a lot more. I feel really um, upset, guys. (laughs) On public airways. No, I think, I know what you're thinking of. And I was like, I even thought that before. I was like, they probably think they're going to taco or like. I put heels on. That's I was fine. I was also in a weird mindset, but I did put heels on. <laughs> As you mentioned before, it's quite an influencer-based place. A lot of people dress up for it, even though it's super chilled and super beachy. But it's so yes. casual. Like Apparently the girl. Like a lot of influencers go there. Really? Yeah. yeah. Prudence was saying they do. People dress up. But literally the lady next to us had like leggings on. Someone had like the gym gear on, like not trendy. Like like So maybe on a Sunday night, it's a different vibe. But I didn't even bat an eyelid when I saw your shoes. I think it's one of those things where it's good sushi, great location near the water. Mm. And I think it's just become sort of weirdly famous and influencers go on there. And then it's more famous because influencers go on there. So then you think it's this thing. But it's really not. But it was no. still delicious. So if you're a local, like if you're in Bondi, it's just, it would be where you go. It's just your local sushi. Yeah. I imagine it to be like taco, I think. Not that I thought it was going to be as glamorous because I'd driven past it a few times, but I kind of thought that might be the style. And then when we got there, it was very much like it's just your local, Bondi locals. And so then I got into the mood and thought, oh, yum. Yeah, this is great. It was a bit different to what I expected, I suppose. It is hard when we've gone to places like Toco and we expect it to be that similar, I think. (laughs) Well, would you guys be interested to know then that the general manager of Raw Bar was formerly the general manager of Long Grain? Yes. And Toco. Okay, well, there you go. No, that's really interesting. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, Intel, Intel, Intel. But it makes sense, right? Does it? I think it's just really interesting, but love that. I mean, maybe he was like, look, I've worked in these bougie places. I want to just take it back a notch. Get my surfboard. Can I just add something that's so sort of random? All I could think of when I was looking was that it's like I was at Sushi Yar in Chatswood. I don't know what that place is. I don't know either. Oh, damn. Okay. Bad reference. But anyway, it just used to every like Friday night or not every Friday night, but every second Friday night, mum would let us go to Japanese and there's Sushi Yar and it was so good, but it was just a little local little sushi place. You know? Yeah. And it's really got that energy about it. Obviously, this place wasn't by the water, didn't have any influences going. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, look, listeners, if you've been to Sushi Ya. There's a few around. Oh, well, then this is a very good comparison in Libby's mind. <laughs> yes, but I mean, others would probably compare it to Zushi or something a bit more fancy. I, I just went to Zushi and I just kept comparing it to Zushi. That was on the same level for me. Yeah, probably a bit more upmarket than, than the old Sushi Ya. <laughs> <laughs> well... That takes us to order off the menu, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss 
whether it's worth your time or not. Hello, mate or date? Date vibes, chill, probably for locals. And I do feel like a lot of locals would go there for date night. Seems like there was a few double dates there as well, like kind of a nice chill double date energy. I saw like four. Oh, what? At the front, all those tables. What, what Bella are I doing? Looking the other way, or you were. I was just getting hit in the back constantly. <laughs> anyway, definitely you can go there on a double date if you want, but otherwise it's a chill place where you could, you know, even go for a swim and then waddle on up and have yes. like a post-swim quick bite to eat with someone you're dating. Yes. What do you think about it as a takeaway place? I wouldn't bother taking – like if you're going to eat there, you'd, I would just probably eat there. But I know that people do, I think. Well, yeah. like while we were there, there was like hectic Heaps. amounts of takeaway happening, yeah. like I guess Sunday night takeaway. Totally. Kind of a bougie place to get takeaway from. Well, yeah. Bondi. Bondi, yeah. (laughs) But like, would you get takeaway date night? You definitely could. Mm. COVID times, many people have. True. I just tend to think like if you're going to eat somewhere relatively fancy, maybe this is a bad example, but like I would normally just eat You may as well go. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but isn't that the ultimate sign of money when you're like, I will eat the fancy food in my kitchen. (laughs) In my very own home. (laughs) On my expensive granite bench top. Love it. Libby, dollars for dishes. All right. So as we've just talked about, for sushi, it's relatively expensive. But as a generally delicious, tasty meal, it only cost us $32 a head. We were all stuffed to the brim. Granted, that was probably because we ate a lot of rice. But delicious sashimi for Bella and I, fresh fish, fresh prawns. I'm pretty happy with that. It's just hard because I've, I've just eaten a lot of good sushi, so I'm just feeling it really... sounds cool. like you're just giving a lot of excuses as to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you avoiding a rating? I just, I think it was, it was really delicious. And like people are going to come at me if I don't give it a good rating. But in terms of value for money, I'll show you some really cheap, quick eats of delicious fresh fish, fresh sushi in Chatswood compared to Bondi. You really like Chatswood today. <laughs> It's my hood. <laughs> no, it is oh, not. it's your. It is. It is a hood. It's where I grew up my whole life. I spent twenty years there. Anyway, to summarize, I'm gonna have to give it a three out of five. Don't come at me. It was really delicious, but it's expensive for sushi. Okay, I'm not gonna fight you on that. No. All right, awesome. I'm so glad. B, bougie or basic? Ooh, that is a tough one. Uh, I feel like this is like the third week in a row. I have no idea where to sit. Yep, because. I want to say it's basic, but then I also want to say it's bougie. Makes you want to say both. Give us that. I want to say it's bougie because of the suburb complex. It's in Bondi. It's expensive. Influencers go there. But then I want to say it's basic because it's just sushi. But you know what's so funny about Bondi is that people dress quite chill anyway. So I don't know why it gets that like rap. Yeah. I guess it's expensive to live. I don't know. Yeah. And it's the East. You know, it's the East. You have a bit of an East complex. I have a whole East complex. (laughs) I'm happy to chat about it if anyone wants to come at me. DMB separately. They probably will. (laughs) Oh, sheesh. You're asking for it. (laughs) I'm asking for trouble. Okay. I think you just need to sit somewhere. So what are you thinking? What's your final answer? I think for the first time on the podcast, and probably the last, because I'm not going to be allowed to do this. What are you going to do? I'm not giving it a rating. What? (laughs) not give it a rating no it sits between bougie and basic you have to go you have to make up your mind how about like look depending on the day of the week that you go 
you can change what you wear. Okay, meet me halfway. So Friday night, Saturday night, cocktails with the gals because that is also something they like. I have read about. It's pretty good cocktails there. We didn't dabble in the right. wine or anything. No, we didn't. Worth so, noting. Worth noting. Probably why it was cheaper for us. Friday night, Saturday night, bougie. Sunday yeah. afternoon, it's basic. Cool. Happy. All right. I'm very happy with that because I was definitely hoping you were going to say basic vibes. Oh, I wanted to get away with saying nothing. <laughs> Not in our house, lady. <laughs> so you've got a basic vibe depending on day of the week. And then you have a date spot and a three out of five. Yep. That's it. Send it. Sending it. So I feel like now we should go to our own food features and fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or just a really bad fail from our weeks. Libby, feature or fail? I'm nervous to talk to you about this because I feel like I'm going to get some shame, but I really want to feature steaming eggplants. What? Oh, here we go. So the other day I just, all I had was an eggplant. I had some noodles and some tofu and I was like, oh, how does this all go together? Like, how do we make this one dish? And I was like, I can't be able to wait till the, you know, the eggplant roasts. So I'll just steam it. Anyway, steam it, come out, bit of salt, straight into a pan for like less than 10 seconds. It was the most delicious thing I've had in weeks. It Think about this, soft, silky eggplant. And I obviously put it with some, you know, nice salty sauce. I was just so proud of myself. I just thought this is a really great way to cook eggplant and I'm going to do it again and again and again. Don't do it so much that you turn yourself off it though. I don't think she could with eggplant. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Libby's someone that like finds something. I feel like she goes hard at it. I certainly Like do. bisque off. But she hasn't just so found do. eggplants. She's been obsessed with eggplants for a while now. True, but now all she's going to do is steam eggplant for the next month. Oh, and then, Yeah, guys, look out next dinner yeah, here. We know what we're having for dinner next week. <laughs> I feel like you're also the only person that could like make vegetables sound so delicious. You treat them with so much respect Yeah, when you talk about them, like they're your friends. Oh, they are. Veggies so... are friends, not yeah. food. <laughs> <laughs> there was, anyway, that was it. I'm just featuring steaming eggplants. You know what? Okay. I like. I can see how happy it makes you, so I'm happy for you. Can I also quickly just add for everyone that I'm I'm slicing it before I'm steaming it? Oh, I'm so glad you added that. <laughs> I was very concerned. I'm not steaming the an whole entire eggplant. eggplant. I already pictured that, to be honest. Actually, I've seen you do some rogue things to eggplants. Remember when she got the egg? Like, I came into your kitchen, Bella, and she had the eggplant just on a gas jet. Just oh. on the gas jet. <laughs> I know. Flaming it. I was like, is this supposed to be happening? Libby's lost it. Yeah, guys, that's like when you char it and you get like the nice smoky flavor throughout the eggplant. It's how you make bubble ganoush. If I did that, there'd be a fire happening everywhere. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be a hazard. <laughs> anyway, enough of that feature for me. Anyone else have a feature for me? I actually do have a feature and it is still, it's actually just down the road from where we had dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Bondi babe. I know. Bit of a Bondi day on Sunday, but... As I was saying before, Luce was in Sydney, so I went to an old favourite of ours, or mine, Porch and Parlour. So I think I used to go there like every Sunday for brunch, you know, go for a swim and then walk on in, get a coffee, get some food. You usually have to wait a little while, but we didn't have to wait too long, which was nice. Now, Porch and Parlour, what's the food style like? I've heard about it thousands of times. I just don't think I've ever made it there. It's that classic, you know, Bondi brunchy, healthy vibes. Yeah, hipster energy. Hipster energy. And just you can't go wrong with any of those plates. I think I've tried everything. What did you get this week? So I got the smash and hash. 
Um, and it's basically potato rosti, relish, wilted greens, hollandaise sauce, egg. Any Dumb. bread? No bread. Oh, health. But Lucy got some like bread on the side. Yeah, nice. Yum, love that. Do you need bread when you got like that potato rosti thing happening? I just love bread. I'm such a bread person. So like anything with bread, always give me bread with my meal. Okay. Julie <laughs> noted. <laughs> that sounds like a great little feature, Bill. Nice, like back to your old faves. Yeah. Always hits the spot. B, have you got a feature or fail to finish off our season two? I have a feature and I feel like it's one everyone's going to be very happy with. I had a lunch on Saturday. Oh my gosh. I had a lunch on Saturday. Sorry. I did so much on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> lunch on Saturday with my extended family. The borders have opened in Queensland. So my auntie and uncle were able to come down last minute. And my auntie just went to Chooker's, Charcoal Charlie's. Yeah. And picked up just like chicken salads. It was just like a Chooker's catered lunch. And I was like, I was a bit hung. So I was so there for it. And then we also then at the table embarked on this very intense discussion about chookers and the like origins of chookers. And then my sister's boyfriend got up a map that someone has essentially put together on Google as to where all the chookers are in Sydney that is now beginning to intersect with all the red roosters in Sydney. <laughs> oh my God. And war of the chickens. <laughs> well, literally, it's a war of the chickens. And essentially, so here you go, they've mapped it out with lines. And for everyone that is likes them both, oh. yeah, yeah, Livy's liking it. They're starting to intersect at Dremoyne. Yeah. So it's as if you can imagine it's like one army is coming from the top, one army is coming from the bottom and they're meeting in Dremoyne. That looks like Starcraft. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so essentially all the Chargill Charlies exist in the north and east and city and all the Red Roosters exist in the west. Mm. And we just sat at lunch just di- like looking at this diagram, just laughing and eating chicken. That's iconic. I think I've actually been to – I think there's like 73 chookers or something like that. Yeah. And I think I've been to all of them. <laughs> Did I tell you? A large majority at least. <laughs> Did I tell you once I left the hood, okay, Beecroft, the chicken shop in my area shut down. It's now a Chargill Charlie's. So good. Yeah. So good for now that I, mean, I live there. I mean, crap timing. But you probably live really close to one now. I probably do. I forgot that I lived next to headquarters of Messina the other day. <laughs> That's dangerous. And I almost went to Newtown to get Messina. That would be ridiculous. So dumb for me. Anyway, but so feature, 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 feature. I love that. And that is a stunning feature to round out our season two. Love oh. it from UB. Our beautiful podcast listeners, we have very much enjoyed being in your ears every week this season. We will be very sad to not be in your ears over the next couple of months. Um, But we will be very happy to be back with a new season with some very exciting things. And like I said, while we're off, go back through the log, pick up some funny bits, find some bad bits. Try and avoid the bad bits. (laughs) Try and avoid the bad bits. If you want to see something in the next season, DM us, post in the Facebook group. We're so happy to go to places you want us to go to. And if you're listening from outside of Australia or outside the state, Thank you for listening. Yeah, we really appreciate that. And and we can see, we can see you. We can. <laughs> that sounds very weird. And what Bella and Libby mean is we have analytics and we can see you there. Taiwan, Vietnam, Russia. You guys are listening. And we really appreciate it. And we understand that and not all our content is related to you because you're not in Sydney, but we hope you stay along for the ride. And we hope it gives you some inspiration. If you ever do come to Sydney, you'll have a list of places you can eat at. And, and not to eat at. Not eat at. And if you do go, please tag us because we absolutely love seeing it on our Instagram every time you guys go a place. Absolutely. And if you do come to Sydney, take Bella on a date. 
<laughs> or take me on a date. <laughs> Do that too. <laughs> All right, guys. I think it's time that we say our final goodbye for season two. Aww. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. 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 We're never going to get any better at this. <laughs>